0: Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Matthew Chute. I am Chute Chi, the Climate Buddha. I am right now doing a podcast about the climate and specifically the Facebook universe. I am what's commonly known as a Facebook activist I have grand plans far beyond the communication venue itself, but I have a number of contacts, hundreds and hundreds of friends, and one of those contacts, one of those friends I have quite a bit of history with. We have been together on the climate change issue on Facebook for quite some time and have corresponded to one another, and perhaps sometime in the future we can have an interview with him. But his name is Joe Nerbert, and his specialty is taking a look at National Oceanographic uh, and Atmospheric Administration (NOAA) data and questioning it and saying, "Is this data real?" If you go to opednews.com and you type in chou you'll find Choo glossary, the uh, glossary for abrupt climate change. And one of the uh, headings in there is the data issue. And Joe Nerveth represents the epicenter of this very, very point, which is, is, can we trust government data? Well, during my discussions with Joe, I actually did my own research, and it turned out I had a full-time NOAA scientist as a friend and he was engaged and he was brought in and said you know what is going on with the data issues that Joe is talking about and although this person answered those questions adequately to me they certainly were not adequately explained to Joe because he knew the problems with the data far and beyond I could and as a go-between we we dropped the subject but Joe has continued to publish on Facebook continued to publish abrupt climate change news. News that he thinks is politically relevant to that as well. But recently he published a question. And the question was, is, is there anybody out there that's willing to tackle and solve the climate change issue? And I commented that I am. My name is Matthew Choo Chiu, Choo Chi. I've been a golf professional. I've played golf and paddied golf and coached golf at the top levels of the game and it's quite an intense universe because everybody is completely obsessed with being as perfect as they possibly can be on the golf course so if I said to you you will get great rewards the closer and closer you get to perfection you're gonna say well I'm gonna give that a try Well, it turns out the continuous and endless and never ending process of improvement against a standard of perfection that cannot be met by a human creates a certain mind state. I called it competitive enlightenment. Because as your mind trains around this challenge, as you realize that you're trying to attain the unattainable, you can get close to it for moments of time. And being able to hold your Golf game together at a really high level of play for long periods of time is is really an is an, is an incredible accomplishment. What you see on television, there's just not many people can do that. It's just very precious skill to play four-round golf tournaments in the 60s. Doing on TV, anyways, the career of of being a golf professional, I believe, makes me well suited. For the challenge of communicating climate change to to the world, there's a multinational problem here. There's language barriers, cultural barriers, but there's also you know legitimate background baseline scientific knowledge that would be necessary for say a tribesman in Papua New Guinea to understand that the climate has been irreparably changed through industrial activity of which he may be unaware. So it's quite a challenge just to communicate this to humans, but I also believe that it's our responsibilities as humans, as the leading species on the planet, to communicate to other species as we can. There's no doubt the other mammals in the planet communicate. There's simply no doubt that even the smallest mammal has a social life and communicates with his social world. and naked mole rats have incredible social lives Just so anytime you're talking about a mammal we have a responsibility to explain to them what we're doing and what we have done to the natural environment and that the consequences of this will be, will be catastrophic for it and others I think that this responsibility is a legitimate responsibility and there's more than one person and I believe there's a great book that I listen to on was, uh, where the question was asked, as the name, title of the book is, are we smart enough uh, to communicate to animals? And this was the first time where we saw the question of whether or not the primate brain that we've been handed to us from multi-generational evolution is suited for our society. And the evidence is overwhelming that this brain, this primate brain, designed for anything but SUV driving and nuclear power decisions and planning for global warming 30-40 years in advance. We had to make changes, substantive changes in the way everything was functioning 20 or 30 years ago while the symptoms of global warming were practically zilch. They were very small back then. They existed but they were statistically difficult to identify, people were discussing them, but you know, there just wasn't a lot of evidence. Whereas today, one only has to spend a few moments at the websites that I visit that specialize in finding extreme weather across the world and evidence of abrupt climate change. And you will see picture and photograph and story and story of tragic weather records destroying whole swaths of the geography from which they are originating upon. It appears, the evidence appears to be quite persuasive that abrupt climate change is in the process of occurring. There are other people like Joe Nerveth who talk about this, but Joe Nerveth knows as well as I do that solutions to this to this problem, scientific solutions, mathematical solutions, where is there anybody who can solve the climate change problem? The answer is me, and I'm telling you that the mathematics of removing the billions and billions and billions of tons of CO2 from the atmosphere, removing the billions and billions of tons of methane in the atmosphere, removing all the other greenhouse gas pollutants where there is a long list From industrial processes that create greenhouse gases including gases that destroy the ozone layer and removing all the extra pollution that's not a greenhouse gas but has causing do you understand the nature of this problem yet do you realize that we are talking about numbers that aren't going to be fixed quickly so yes, I am stepping forward as a solution to the climate change situation. And the solution is, is to perfect ourselves, is to give it our best shot, is to realize that we're never gonna get there, but we're gonna keep trying. We're gonna get up and say, you know, it's not likely we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna actually attain perfection. But boy, we're gonna enjoy the ride and give it the best shot we can because when it comes time, when the lights are on, when it comes time to make the decisions, to make the right choices, it's humanity, it's humanity's chance to do the right thing, to go out with honor, to go out with class, to go out with wisdom, to make the best choices to save the most amount of things that are alive and keep them alive for as long as possible against the situation that does not look good. So, I have the solutions. First off, the six universal alignments. The realization that everybody's cared for and that we have to stop men's gains and have a controlled reduction in industrial activity. That means we maintain industrial society as long as we can until we have a plan in place to get off of the carbon because the process of stopping industrial activity has a consequence called the aerosol masking effect which may accelerate the speed to which our climate becomes unlivable. We have to keep everything functioning, burning dirty coal, burning it as much as we need to right now until we can use the tool of industrial society to solve the problems of industrial society. I have instant radical change hashtag that means that this has a date and a time and a moment where we're going to change from doing the wrong thing to doing the right thing. There is enough computing power to answer the question of what each individual human being on the planet needs to do differently than what they currently are. Number three I have hashtag distribute power. The basic problem is we the people of the planet have no policy control over its resources and how the concentrations of wealth are using the populations, we have no control. We need to move to a distributed power system using the magic of computers, using the magic of democracies, using systems that allow experts to wade in and make decisions Instead of hiring an expert or hiring a suit or hiring a guy who sounds good in front of the microphone to make the decisions for you, direct policy control, hashtag distribute power. Number three, I have hashtag logical radical. The reason why hashtag logical radical is important is because as you listen carefully to these climate change reports from me and the others and the levels of expertise that I will introduce you to, you're going to come to a conclusion that, oh, we have, 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 have to make a change. We, we have to. We have to manage that change and that change has got to be quick. There's enough computing power to do this. There's enough intelligence. We just simply have to tap into that. Count on choo-chee to find that for you. So if you're saying, Joe Nervith, that I need someone that can tackle climate change, I'm telling you, from my own personal experience, that if you give me 10 minutes uninterrupted, an internet on-ramp, I can solve just about any problem, anywhere. The solutions are out there. It's just a choice to to choose them. And that choosing process, instant radical change, to a distributed power system it turns us all into logical radicals because the science of climate change is just that bad. My name is Matthew Choochoochee, go to Patreon, help me out each month. Thanks so much. Appreciate your time.